Pod Squad. Welcome back to another episode of How Did I Miss This? With yours truly, me, Megan. Hey everyone, I hope everyone is doing well. Let's get into it. We are reviewing the movie, the one and only, The Terminator. This was a fun movie, super 80s, and I was here for a lot of it. It was an interesting one. I'm not going to lie. There were some things that I knew going into this movie, but a lot of it I did not know. <laughs> I knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a robot. I knew that he came back from the future. He went back in time from the future, right? That makes sense. Time travel, you guys. But he came back from the future to look for this girl, and I assumed to kill her, but I wasn't sure. And I didn't know why, but now I do. <laughs> So as usual, let's get into some of the facts. The movie The Terminator came out in 1984. That was a good time before I was born. Shocker to me, had no idea about this. Director James Cameron. Pause. What? I did not know that this was his movie. I had no idea. I looked up some facts as I do after the movie and this was like the movie that put him on the map. But I think that another movie came out before this but I think this was the movie that like made James Cameron. If you're a James Cameron fan feel free to comment what you think was his big. I can't say what his big movie was because the man did Titanic and all the avatars. I guess the fact that I went into this movie and I'm like oh it's like an hour and 45 minutes I did not think James Cameron because all his movies are well over two and a half hours <laughs> but you know everyone's gonna start somewhere and James Cameron started here music was I think a few people but the main person that I saw was well I'm gonna butcher this name as always Brad it's either Fidel or Fetal. either one correct me you guys I liked the music sort of it was kind of non-existent to me. For an action movie, I think it was very much just the tones to just hype up the scene that was going on. You know, that classic Terminator. Dun, 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 I'm doing it wrong, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that classic Terminator music. That was fun. All right, guys. Cast. There was a lot of good people in this movie. Let's start with the main man himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is obviously not the main, main character, but Homeboy is in this movie from start to finish, and I respect that. I didn't expect it. He plays the Terminator, the robot, the main guy who's trying to kill Sarah Connors, which, speaking of, is played by Linda Hamilton. Love, her. Arnold and Laura, Laura, Linda are like the two people in this movie that I knew. And that was it. I knew nobody else. That's a lie. I recognized two other actors, but they were in the very beginning and can't remember who they were. So there's that. Linda plays Sarah Connors. She's fantastic. Then we have, ooh, I'm going to butcher this name too. Michael Bean, Bien, B-I-E-H-N, however you pronounce that name. <laughs> He plays Kyle Reese. Love this character. So fun. So intense. And I was here for it. We also have some other people in the movie. Earl Bowen as the doctor who is laughable in this movie. We also have Paul Winefield or Winfield. He played the lieutenant chief head cop, whatever that title was. Uh, he was also fun. It was Bill Paxton. <gasps> Bill Paxton is in this movie, which is really funny because the last <laughs> movie 
movie I reviewed was Independence Day. And if you listened to that episode, I definitely called Bill Pullman Bill Paxton. (laughs) And now Bill Paxton's in this movie. And I was like, ooh, I know you. Can't remember your name. It's Bill Paxton. The other also random person, because it's right here in front of me and I'm looking at it. The other also random person that I recognized in the movie at the very beginning was Brian Thompson. And I'm not going to lie, you guys, he's in so many things. But the one thing (laughs) that popped into my mind when I saw him was he played a god in the show Charmed. Yep, that's what I remember him from right now. (laughs) Guys, don't judge me. I loved the show Charmed. I have rewatched it many times and he was in the show and I loved it. The main three, uh, we've got Arnold, Linda and Michael together. They made history with this film. So the plot of this film, right? We've got Sarah Connors living in today's time or not today. You know what I mean? 1984, I believe, was the time. And she's just going about her day. Like I mentioned this in my live reaction. She literally just wakes up late for work, punches in, does her thing, and then has to go on a date later. She's got this cute roommate and they're like besties. Then the date cancels on her. So she goes and has herself a good night out with some pizza. She was going to see a movie. And then her life freaking changed because Arnold... This robot from the future comes back and tries to kill her. Literally, that's the movie. And then we've got Kyle Reese, who also comes back from the future. And he is there to stop this evil robot, Arnold. I'm just going to call it the robot Arnold. I hope everyone's okay with that. He also came back to save Sarah. And it's a ride. I do know that there's more Terminator movies after this. And it's probably fine that I feel this way. I just feel like the movie introduced this plot of there is a war between humans and machines in the future. I think it was, what was it, 2029, I think, right? I think that was the year. There's this ongoing war that's been happening for years and years and years and years between machines and humans. And the machines are wiping out the humans. I guess the humans were winning. So they sent this Terminator to come and kill Sarah Connors because her future son is like kicking ass and doing the right thing and bringing justice for humanity and killing the machines and so this terminator comes back to try and kill sarah connors so that way she doesn't have her child and kyle reese comes back to save her so she can have the child and then we've got this whole journey i just feel like the movie presented all this information i think it was clear enough it was open-ended to a sequel but like if there was no sequel i would have felt so incomplete with information i just feel that the movie set us up for this really cool thing and just a lot more information needed but we didn't get it but again i'm assuming that more information comes from the sequels the second movie terminator 2 everyone i've talked to is like oh you're reviewing terminator (gasps) but terminator 2 is where it's at and i'm like well i can't watch two without watching one so i think i'll just review terminator 2 as a follow-up even my vocal coach (laughs) shout out to carly love her she has changed my singing life forever when i told her that i was reviewing this she's like 
you got to see Terminator 2. Like, that's where it's at. And then a lot of my other friends, my boyfriend, like everyone is just like, nah, but two Megan, that's where it's at. And I'm like, okay, well, clearly this review will be a two parter. We're going to review Terminator 1 now. And then next review will be Terminator 2. Because I still have questions, you know, and I feel like they might be answered in two. That's what it sounds like. But I enjoyed the movie, you know, I think it was really well paced. Like I did not feel bored. I didn't feel like there was a lull. I think it was the right amount of time of movie. You know what I mean? Because the thing with sci-fi movies is sometimes it can like drag for a tiny bit just because there it's like filler space. But I'm taking it that back in 1984 when this was made, this was a total indie movie. And <laughs> James Cameron was like, I just want to make this movie. That's what I want to do. I want to make it. And I just want to do bing, bang, bomb. And that's what he did. It starts off really fast. We see Naked Arnold. <laughs> I love Naked Arnold. He comes back and, you know, shows up naked. Reese also shows up naked. Everybody who comes back. Apparently, when you time travel, your clothes are ripped from your body. That is what happens in time travel. <laughs> Why that didn't happen in Back to the Future, I'll never know. But following these characters was really fun. Felt bad for Sarah. I felt bad for all the Sarahs because let's just backtrack to the fact that there's three Sarah Connors and Arnold Robot is like, oh, let me look in the phone book. I'm going to kill all Sarah Connors just to be safe. And he does. And I feel so bad. He earned that name Terminator because he terminated the shit out of all the Sarah Connors before our main Sarah Connor. He like shot once and then was like, bruh, bruh. Like, he just went in on these bodies. I felt bad. I enjoyed this movie. Watching Sarah Connors and Kyle Reese connect, I definitely caught on early that they were going to have a romance vibe. What I didn't catch on to as quickly as I probably should have was that Kyle Reese is her baby daddy. (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's just so cool. We fast forward to the end of the movie when she's driving in the Jeep. And first of all, she already looks like she's going to war at that point. She's got like her bandana. Her hair is up. She's pregnant. She's like got her glasses and her dog. Like she's ready for whatever is coming her way. Right. And she's making these tapes to her kid like, oh, should I tell you about your father? And she's literally like, that's a complicated one. I agree. How are you going to explain that your father was like your right hand man and admirer in your time? And then you send him back to me to save me. But like we totally did it and created you. <laughs> That's got to be tough. But it seems like at least to me, I think they've set it up enough to know that John Connors, who is Sarah Connor's son, does know that Kyle Reese is his dad. Just does not hint that at all to anybody. Kyle mentions in the movie that John Connors never talks about his father. Like it's not a thing that he talks about. So clearly nobody knows. But I think that John knows that his name is Kyle Reese. I think his mom probably in those tapes was like, yo, your dad's name is Kyle. Make sure you send him back because that's how you're created. (laughs) 
I like that. I like that they set up some things and answer some questions. Like it's very subtle. Like I think if you're not paying attention, you're like, wait, what? But I liked it. It was subtle enough to where I caught on to it and I really enjoyed that little reveal <laughs> of information. I also feel bad for the people who got shot up by Arnold in this movie. Again, he goes in on the Sarah Connors before, like, blah, blah, blah. but then he also goes in on like everybody he meets pretty much. And then he kills Sarah's roommate. Poor girl. She was just living. She was making her sandwich, living her best life. And then she just, ugh, she dies. I feel bad. The one thing I also love is watching this decomposed features of Arnold's robot character like the one part where he's in his okay so also wait apparently he like rented a whole ass apartment or hotel room or something because he's going back to this place where he just has the guns under his bed he like climbed up the window and crawled in the window at some point the landlord like comes knocking on the door and he's like what do you got a dead body in there and he's just like fuck you asshole which yes that response because <laughs> you see the robot like going through how to respond and it was like fuck you asshole was great but he's in his apartment room whatever first of all he's fixing his arm and that's when the movie kind of reveals like because sarah keeps asking like is reese crazy like what is going on and they definitely like confirm in that moment when he's fixing his arm that he is a robot and then he's like fixing his eye and there's this whole image with him fixing his eye in the mirror and it goes from like arnold to straight like makeup some kind of CGI. I get it. It was the 80s. A lot of the technology that movies have now were not around back then. But come on. That was just really bad. <laughs> so sorry, James Cameron. But that was a fail. And I think it was a fail because later on, we see Arnold a little bit more like exposed as a robot. It looks way better, way better than it did in this close up where it was just it was not good if you know what I'm talking about you have to agree that it's not a good time in film but I really liked the movie the pace of it was great I loved the constant chase of Sarah and I think that's why this movie worked so well for me as far as like not getting bored or questioning anything because the Terminator doesn't stop he literally like gets her phone book he finds her mom's location goes to the mom's location shoots up everybody there that was a surprising factor by the way that the terminator can just like disguise his voice like whenever i didn't expect that i don't know why but i was like oh he could do that <laughs> i was like okay i see you guys this is why these robot movies are so important because people today are making things like this and i just can't help but think that especially now after watching the terminator that this war against machines and humans is gonna happen you can't sit here and tell me that after creating movies like the terminator i robot there's so many and i'm just like do we not 
see that we're setting ourselves up for extinction, you guys. This robot stuff is too much. It's too much. And it's all real. Like, I've seen it. I don't like these robots that we have walking around. I am definitely the Will Smith character in iRobot where I'm just like, nope, fuck these robots. Fuck these robots. (laughs) Not for me. This robot is so smart. Like, the Terminator is so smart. He's quick to, like, redirect and then he's indestructible. One of my favorite things was the big blow up when he's driving the truck and Sarah's like running for her dear life and he's like driving, driving, driving and then Kyle slips like one of his like homemade grenade things in the, oh what, where did he stick it in? Like the exhaust or something like that? I don't know. But it blew the truck up, blew that shit up. So I learned from a fun fact that James Cameron took a lot of inspiration from the movie Halloween and this moment in the movie, the explosion, screams Halloween. This robot who is unkillable, much like Michael Myers, has this moment of like being on fire and then just kind of like falls to the ground. I'm pretty sure in the reaction video I did, I was like, this screams Halloween. This is some Michael Myers type shit right now. And then we see like the burning of his face. And I'm not gonna lie, it kind of looked like the Michael Myers mask also. Not gonna lie. It was a very Halloween moment. You know, we're watching the robot quote unquote die surprise he pops back up in just full metal outfit his skin burnt off and he just popped up and he was like guys I made a metal what do you want from me which I have to say at the beginning of the movie robot Arnold was stabbed and I saw blood on the knife and it really confused me because I was like I thought Arnold was a robot and it turns out that in the future they created these terminators they are machines pure machines but they have created this way to look way more human to the point where they like sweat like humans they smell like humans bad breath they appear to be human and so the flesh that is surrounding his metal body has blood and everything like that attached to it so that was clarified definitely throughout the movie thank you James Cameron appreciate that He was such an interesting villain. It was fun. It kept you on your toes. You know what I mean? Because you're just like, well, clearly he's not dying. He is a robot. How do we kill him? How does this happen? So we're getting to like the end of the movie and Kyle has one last grenade, which I want to go back and count because I thought he had wasted all of them in this like highway speed chase between him and Arnold Robot, but I guess not. But anyway, he has one last home grenade that he made and... And sticks it in the robot ribcage and then he blows up. This sadly kills Kyle Reese. I expected it, but I was also like, wait, there's sequels. Maybe he at least makes it to the second one. No, they said, fuck you, Kyle. You're done. You're done. I think it makes the character Sarah 10 times stronger. I feel like the Sarah that Kyle knows of is because I guess she's known in the future as like this legend who like gave birth to the guy who's going to change the war. She's known as like this badass. And when we meet her, she's very opposite. She's very timid. She's very shy. She's very, you know, like, oh, my God, what's going on? You know, like, don't shoot me, please. Oh, my God, oh, my God, don't do that. And at the end of the movie, we see her like emerging to this Sarah Connors that he knows because he's like been shot and he's like I can't go on I can't go on and she's like get up soldier and I'm like yes that is the badass Sarah Connors that Kyle knows of and that we've all been waiting for and it was just really cool to like see this moment for her this robot said nope I'm not done even though he was blown up his torso was 
was like, I'm coming for you, Sarah. I feel like Sarah at the beginning of the movie would have just accepted her fate and died. This new Sarah that we've seen now is like army crawling under this like machine that's going to like eventually crush the robot and all that. But you just see her like crawling, man. And I'm just like, yes, this is what we've been waiting for is this badass bitch who's like, fuck you, robots. I'm coming for you still. I can't remember the line exactly, but I'm pretty sure she's like, fuck you, Terminator. And like, squashed him. It was a great moment. No, you feel bad for her because she just lost this guy that she clearly loved. It's one of those loves where you're like, they were together for a day. Like, a day. But even she said it at the end of the movie. She's like, even though I had him for like two seconds, we loved a lifetime within the short time we had together. And sometimes that happens. And I love that they just acknowledged it. I love that they acknowledged the fact that this couple was together for a blink of a moment. But but it was enough. It was enough of a moment and I was here for it. I got some fun facts about the movie that I did not know going into it. James Cameron had this idea from a fever dream is what they call it. I guess he was super sick and had a fever and had a dream about this metal death figure coming out of fire. <laughs> and that's what happened. And that's how the Terminator was made, y'all. Apparently, instead of Arnold as the Terminator, they wanted O.J. Simpson to be the Terminator. And then the reason they didn't choose him was because, quote unquote, James Cameron thought he was too nice of a guy. What? What? No, let's go back and rethink that one. <laughs> OJ. Okay. And Arnold was apparently supposed to initially play Kyle Reese, which that doesn't work for me. Like knowing the character Kyle now, like Arnold would have been too, oh no, like it was, he would have been too buff for that. Like that doesn't make sense for me at all. Also the conic line, I'll be back. Apparently Arnold wasn't a fan of it and tried to change it to I will be back. But like throw grammar out the window in these movies, Arnold, that would have been a corny ass line if it's like, I will be back. No, just I'll be back works. Whoever told you to like sit down on that one was correct. I'm sure it was James Cameron, but like, no, sit down for that one, please. Also, just like movie budgets and Lord knows that I don't know what it takes to, I mean, nowadays it's like bajillion dollars. But back then, I'm considering this an indie movie for when it came out. For a movie like this, I'm like, eh, how much could it really be? The budget was like 6.4 million. What? I was like, oh my God, that's a lot. But then it earned 78.3 million and it was a huge hit when it came out. And I'm just like, okay, y'all got paid. It really was groundbreaking for a lot of people. And I know that the actors had like doubts when making this movie. I mean, I feel like some people are always going to doubt like, oh my God, is this really going to make it? And clearly it did. And it's iconic for so many reasons. So many good lines, great actors, a really fun premise. And I was here for it. So as usual, I'm sure my review was all over the place with thoughts, but I genuinely liked the film. I thought it was really fun. I thought the characters were likable. Even the Terminator himself was really enjoyable. So let's get to my rating. I am going to give this a thumb and a half. Again, for those who are just listening, thumb and a half. If you haven't heard, it's a full thumbs up and a thumb on its side. That is my rating for this movie. I don't think that it was crazy spectacular, but it was really enjoyable. I'm really excited to see the second one in comparison with people being like, oh my God, the second one is so good. So I'm very interested to see the second one. I do think it's like crazy longer. Excited for that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm excited to compare the two and to learn more because I still have so many questions about these freaking machines. Like who made them? Why didn't we just go after the guy who made the machines? Why didn't we do that? I'm sure those are all answered in the second movie, but that's the Terminator. I loved it. It was very 80s from the hairstyles to the clothes. It screamed 80s. If you like my reviews and my videos, please like, subscribe, comment. I do like to interact with comments, so please feel free to tell me what you think. If you have ratings, five stars would be great. Very appreciated. But I just hope you're still enjoying movie time with little old me. Anyway, I will see you next time, Pod Squad. Bye.